Would you rather not have any holiday desserts at all? <gasps> Other option. Other option. <laughs> Hello! We are here at Sun Sounds of Arizona in Flagstaff, Arizona, and welcome to episode 11 of Untamed Shrews, Women Talk Theater, presented by Flagstaff Shakespeare Festival. I'm Hannah. I'm Becky. And I'm Dawn. And welcome to today's holiday episode. Yay! It's <laughs> freezing here in Flagstaff, and it's feeling really festive outside. You're in a cozy sweater. I'm in a very cozy we're in sweater. we're all in cozy sweaters. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really chilly, and I'm just excited to celebrate with our first holiday episode. Yay. I really hope that we're just around for so long that we have so many holiday episodes, <laughs> and this just becomes old hat. Um, I just wanted to acknowledge the change of plans. Um, in episode ten, we did announce that episode eleven would be staged disasters but uh we are going to switch holiday episode to the uh november slot so you are hearing us in november um just because we wanted to get some information about christmas carol out before you know it closes (laughs) (laughs) um but anyway becky who do we have here with us today Yeah, here with us to get in the holiday spirit is Alejandra Luna, the director of the upcoming production of a christmas carol at black shakes Alejandra, can you tell us a little bit about yourself Hi, um, I'm Alejandra, and yeah, I'll be directing A Christmas Carol, and I'm so excited about it. Even just doing, like, the work before we start rehearsals this week, I'm just already so excited. Um, I was born in Mexico, and, like, I moved here when I was eight years old, and I've been in Arizona for most of my life um, until I went off for college And recently came, like, I was out for two years and recently came back in 2019 and got, like, reacquainted with the theater community. Um, So it's been pretty awesome just getting to know, like, new faces because a lot changed in, like, the two years that I wasn't here. Um, And, yeah, just getting to know new faces and new people has been really exciting and just kind of getting myself reintegrated in the community. And remind me where you went to school again, Alejandra? Yeah, I went to Western Michigan. University in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Cool. You cut out just a little bit. So Western Western Michigan University. That's cool. Chilly there too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so funny because you you know Mexico to Arizona to Michigan. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. That's so funny. Um, well, yeah, I'm so glad that you're going to join us. Um, Alejandra is going to arrive in Flagstaff in just a few days, and we're going to start yeah. rehearsing. So by the time everyone hears this episode, we will be full swing in rehearsal, which is super exciting. Um, yay! Well, um, Alejandra, do you want to tell us a little bit about um, your vision for Christmas Carol? We were just chatting in a production meeting last night, and I'm starting to hear more of your vision and idea of what it's going to look like. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, just reading through the script, I feel like I, I got inspired and I kind of mentioned that um, to you yesterday when you mentioned that for costumes, you wanted to have this like solid, like neutral outfit. And then because there's so many like character changes and just scene changes just to make it as efficient and quick as possible, like it's going to be like a hat or an apron or a coat. And I remember seeing a show um, at Flag Shakes, not that long ago, actually, I think it was Much Ado About Nothing, which had uh, a similar kind of theme, kind of playing around with that. So I kind of wanted to play around with that even further, just because like 
Christmas Carol is such a universal story and just in story t- like storytelling wise like it's like universal it's mm-hmm. not just like an American thing like everyone knows this story so I kind of wanted to play around with like the retelling of this story and because um there's so many characters and like only eight actors playing all these different characters like how do we make this cohesive but also like in a way that still engages the audience um and also like they can suspend the, their disbelief like tiny tim is a grown person but <laughs> they're gonna play a child yeah. <laughs> and how do we immerse them in this world <laughs> um so i I've had the idea just based on those inspirations that it's kind of like a play within a play. And then they basically, they will like start on stage and discover like this space full of costumes and props and like this, like a script. Cause there's, there's a, this Christmas Carol script and they kind of just start putting the show together and use what's available, just kind of play around with that. And then it would just give them the, the freedom to just kind of be more playful with it even more because it's already like, we're acknowledging that like yes like there's adults playing children and like old scrooge and and younger scrooge look very different yeah. so it's just kind of playing around with that and and i think it'll be fun to see that unfold and kind of messing with the play within the play idea and yeah. this reminds me of an indecent um you kind of discover i mean you kind of see some flashbacks and in indecent of like now they're in the attic like putting on the play and you like see everyone like reach for curtains and like turn that into something and like everyone like yeah. collects props and then they turn it into a show so yeah i'm excited we were just discussing in our production meeting last night um like the discovery of the costumes and like what that will be like and stuff so cool. i'm excited yeah. yeah i'm especially excited for them to like discover the script <laughs> alejandro requested a large book oh nice i have a shakespeare first folio i'm sure oh, we can yeah. turn that into a christmas yeah, carol probably yeah. It's the largest That of would red be perfect, books. actually. Yeah. yeah, most likely. Okay. I'll, oh, it's red? I'll make sure you get it, Alejandra. <laughs> it is pretty, yeah, it's a huge oh, red book, like okay. in a case, and then it opens. Ooh. Wow. It's epic in size. Oh, wow. So, I okay. love that. Yeah, that's so all right. cool. You've got it. It's, <laughs> it's all yours for Christmas Carol. <laughs> I want to pick your brain, Alejandra. You mentioned, like, Christmas Carol isn't just an American thing. I'm actually super curious, um, being born and growing up a little bit in Mexico, what was your exposure? to Christmas Carol was it um like something that you kind of knew in passing or was it like a really really prominent thing in Mexico well it's not like um I guess it's not as like a staple Mm -hmm. as it is here but like Christmas is very much celebrated over there so like there's always like the like Donald Duck like Christmas Carol Mm -hmm. like they would always play over there (laughs) yeah and just like movies um like that they like just dub that's like they just play around because like if you don't have cable there's like the national shows and they're always playing like dub movies and like especially during christmas time like all the classics would just be like shown dubbed yeah are there any uh like holiday traditions that you you and your family brought over uh when you moved to arizona from mexico yeah i guess like the way that we Um, it's, it's different. Like here, I think people, most people celebrate Christmas, like on the 25th. And like, I know for us, it's more like on the 
4th, we have like a big feast and it's like a big celebration. Everyone dresses up. It's almost like a second Thanksgiving um, <laughs> yeah. because like they, it, it's just it's a feast and everyone gets gets ready and dressed up and, and all that. And then like on the next day, it's like opening presents. And it's just like being your jammies and like chill. Recover from the big, yeah. the big meal. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys so like even in Christmas Carol, like they talk about like the pudding and the goose. Uh-huh. What would you guys eat um, in Mexico for Christmas dinner? Is it the same as what I would probably eat, like a turkey and mashed potatoes, and or is it something fully different? Um, it's kind of yes and no. Like <laughs> yes, we we use like turkey and all that but i know that people also like like have tamales oh true um, tamales which last year like Christmas, i know my mom yeah. yeah like we made some last year no it was it's so much work and so much time <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's tradition um and also like pozole which is like a soup mm-hmm. um I love pozole. yeah you know, there's always like side dishes that are kind of like mexican infused okay. that kind of just have like happen so Oh, now I want tamales. I know. <laughs> we actually we actually have them every Christmas because yeah. my uncle um, oh. and his wife always host Christmas, and his like it's in, it's actually kind of interesting because he was adopted, but Ooh. by birth he is Mexican. So mm-hmm. that was one of the things his family incorporated, even though he was adopted by an Italian family, <laughs> incorporated into Christmas for him. Yeah. Um, so they always have tamales and salmon. Oh, weird. Yeah, oh. and then the traditional stuff. But for huh. some reason, we always have – I think salmon is kind of my aunt's thing, and tamales hmm. is my uncle's thing, and then they do everything else for the rest of the tamales family. Tamales and salmon. Like, Honestly, that sounds gross. Yeah. <laughs> Just the combination. <laughs> yeah, I try not to eat them together. Yeah, too separate. Yeah. Well, being Jewish, uh, my family, we eat Chinese food. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Christmas. Yeah, oh, wow. I love that tradition. Yeah, my um, – uh, when we ever would go visit my aunt for Christmas, she's not Jewish, but she also she just is not practicing anything else. So we would always yeah. do uh, Chinese food in a movie. Yep. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> she And I think she learned that from friends of hers who were Jewish because yeah. she just didn't celebrate the holiday of Christmas. Yeah, so she would okay. be like, let's do Chinese food in movies. And so that's yeah. what we would do every year with my Aunt Molly. <laughs> As white evangelicals, we are extremely average. Yeah. <laughs> We eat ham, turkey, yeah. mashed potatoes. <laughs> we hang the stockings, yeah. open the gifts, yeah. <laughs> go how to church. You, well, I'm always curious to hear how people open gifts mm. because it's so different in every family. And like my family, it was always the stocking you did mm. on New Year's Eve. No, oh, Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve yeah. And then the rest of the gifts you did on Christmas, but we would all sit in a circle and distribute the gifts, but then open them one at a time. Like everyone would go around right, and open yeah. one gift. I know when I went to Christine's in Germany for oh. Christmas, it was insane. You have to like Everyone is given a tiny pair of scissors. And you have to just like Why? cut the tape of the wrapping paper. Rather than rip it? Because all the wrapping paper gets saved. Oh. It takes oh, wow. forever. forever. And they also do this funny thing where they just wrap everything that they borrowed from each other all year. And give it back to them. <laughs> give it back to them. So it's like this like funny joke on That's Christmas. Great. Returning what they yeah. yeah. And on Christmas Eve, they do like a toast they have like toasts with cheese 
And then like some mm. of them have different things. Like you can't see what's under the cheese. So it's like a surprise to oh, What's stuff? under the cheese? Like a jelly or like a chocolate? No, or... no. It's usually like mushrooms or oh. chicken or it's not something crazy. But <laughs> okay. it's just kind of funny because it's just like like the whole point of it is it's like surprise toast. Surprise. <laughs> what's such a strange German cheese? <laughs> surprise toast on Christmas. I <laughs> loved Christmas in Germany. It was That's amazing. So but so I'm always yeah. curious. So I'd love to hear from like the three of you. Like what's your gift opening? And Becky, of course, you can talk about Hanukkah. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to talk about Christmas. <laughs> I mean, for us, we are quite a large family. So we've transitioned over the years because now, because I'm the youngest kid, well, the youngest of my parents' kids. There's like nieces and nephews. So we've kind of transitioned to we assign each other one person oh, and nice. we only get gifts for that one person because yes. otherwise – that's so many freaking gifts. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what we've transitioned to. And we've like continued to pare that down where it's like you also only get that person something like $10 or under. So like right. it's basically just stocking stuffers anyway. And then we will go a little bit more out for like the kiddos because like, you know, they're just yes. so obsessed. We don't do the Christmas Eve thing at all. Okay. We do not open gifts on Christmas Eve. It is all it is all Christmas Day. So Christmas Eve is more like um like uh, like candlelit like church service at like 5. Go home. We always eat tri-tip. <laughs> so steak on wow. on Christmas Eve dinner. <laughs> wow, steak. <laughs> but then on Christmas Day we like wake up, you know, the kids are like up at 6 a.m. like waking up like throttling the adults like, oh, "I must open my gifts." And then we will do I'm always what we call Santa. So I like sit at the at the tree and like hand out the gifts and we yeah. open one gift at a time. So I'll be okay. like, "All right, Jenna, Okay, everyone, watch Jenna. Yes. This is from mom. Yeah. And then we'll op- like we'll all open together. <laughs> and then on Christmas Day, we will do basically just like Alejandra said, another Thanksgiving. <laughs> so we'll then do like the turkey, the ham, the like deviled eggs, mashed potatoes and stuff. Yeah. Um, and we'll often go do like uh, we'll go s- down Christmas tree lane because in my uh-huh. hometown, there's like a little like neighborhood that has a bunch of like decked out uh, Christmas lights. Um, and we'll go to like the Christmas parade sometimes. I mean, I'm from small ta- from a small town, so there's never anything like super crazy going on. And it's California, so it's always like 70 <laughs> degrees. Like it's always like nice. I always come because I've, I've lived in Arizona and Utah. So I always like go home and then it's like fair weather for Christmas, <laughs> which is weird because like it'll be snowing here. And then I'll go home for like two weeks and it's like <laughs> 70 degrees and almost always around Christmas time since I'm in California, I'll like go to the beach. So it's just funny because like for me, it's like California Christmas is like definitely not white. It's pretty warm. Lots of walks, lots of like, yeah, yeah. day trips to the beach and stuff like that. So That's nice. I have like a slight, I never have white Christmases almost ever, or I don't think I ever have. Maybe yeah. white Decembers, but not Christmases. <laughs> yeah. Well, that segues well to Alejandra. Ever go back to Mexico for Christmas? Or like, what's your Christmas traditions that you guys do for gifts and stuff? Yeah. So it's been a little different this past two years, um, just because, you know, something happened on 2020. <laughs> yeah. And things yeah. were shut down. Uh-huh. Um, so it's been, I, it's been actually kind of difficult recently to go over there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... Before that, like, I would always try to, like, kind of switch back and forth, like, 
if I was like one year stay here in Phoenix, another year stay like go to Mexico or like we all of our family goes down there because most of my family is over there anyways. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they come up here and, and vice versa. But um, recently, like last year, they were able to come come up here. Oh, and yeah, so yes, it's it's pretty much the same like if we stay here or or go to Mexico um depending on who can come up here or who can go down there but yeah we have like our fancy dinner at night and then I know like when I was younger they would let me like open the gifts at midnight which was nice <laughs> um and now it just kind of evolved that if we feel like it like opening them up like on the 24th like we can or we can save like half of them for the 24th and then the other half for like um the 25th because it, like our family is actually kind of small so um it doesn't take that long to like open up gifts <laughs> oh my gosh takes us um, so long <laughs> hours I know last year we like split it like we did some of it like on the 24th and then on and then like they took some gifts back like on the 25th when they went back home awesome okay. yeah Becky how about you I want to know more about what you guys are up to yeah we're not we don't really do a lot of gifts for Hanukkah mm -hmm. um I mean Hanukkah like traditionally is not a gift giving holiday it's kind of just evolved to that, that way. because of Christmas yeah, yeah quote unquote complete competing competing with Christmas <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um yeah but like over in Israel and such it's not really like that big of a gift giving holiday um I'm trying to remember what we did growing up and I feel like it was probably maybe like one gift a night mm -hmm. or like I don't know every other night or I don't know. Maybe we would save it till the end. I really can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> wow. um, yeah. Well, then, and then clearly, like, gifting wasn't, like, the main. It items. wasn't, like, a huge thing. Yeah. No. Which is good, honestly, because so many kids are just, they're so obsessed with getting those gifts open. I'm like, try to enjoy your family. They're just yeah. like, it's 6 a.m. We have to open gifts. <laughs> yeah. And now, I mean, my parents host, um, well, obviously, they didn't last year during 2020, but yeah. usually they host... Um, their like version of a Christmas party, which is going out to Chinese food and then hmm. back to their place um, for like drinks and dessert and a very heated game of white elephant Ooh, every year. So heated. Yes. Oh. But there's usually like 20, 25 people playing. Oh, wow. Uh -huh. But so I feel like maybe I grew up with the rules being that like if you open up a gift and somebody steals it, that gift can get stolen three times. Three, and up that's to three it. times. Yeah. But yeah. my mom likes to play three times around and with 20 plus people, that means every round to get like that same gift could get stolen three times. Oh. It's Whoa. very heated. Yeah, that's really but heated. But she's like, it's my house, my rules. So, yeah. all right. Yeah. So yeah. All right, mom oh, is and, risky. And with that gift, um, her rules are like, it's got to be something that's either just like lying around your house that you don't want, or like, she's like, I don't know, the limit is maybe like $5 or something, yeah. but it can't yeah. be anything that you like go out and buy. It's got to be just like right. some tchotchke or whatever. Right. Yeah. Or something random from the thrift store that you grabbed. Yeah. yeah. It's like the, the classic um, episode of The Office with the white elephant. Do you guys know I, that? I actually no. don't watch The Office. I love The Office, but <laughs> for some reason I like that episode in particular because it's like someone buys like an iPod and like brings it in like back when those were wow, brand fancy. new and everyone else stuck to like the five dollars oh, yeah. and like did the like very meaningful gifts but like Jim has like a note in his gift to Pam but she keeps stealing the iPod oh, no. back because she just thinks it's a teapot right. like 
like yeah <laughs> she, she doesn't, doesn't know. know anyway it's a really cute it's a really cute episode yeah. um yeah i had forgotten about white elephant well, oh that's, that's a so huge fun or secret santa yeah oh, secret that's santa. like a huge thing oh yeah we should mm-hmm. secret Santa. We should do a Christmas Carol, Secret Santa Alejandra. We actually, yeah. should. that would be super so fun. fun. Yeah, because yeah. like these, there's a lot of actors that I like. They're new to us, so like yeah. I gotta get to know them. That would be yeah. so be sweet. Really it's a great idea. Yeah, I'll yeah. send an email. Uh, that's, I'll send an email. <laughs> that's so silly. Well, we kind of talked about it, but like, what are some of our favorite holiday memories and or maybe holiday shows? That we love. I mean, Christmas Carol is obviously like such yeah. a classic. Yeah. I mean, everyone's seen it, done it, been in it, read it, I seen the just movie. Love it. <laughs> yeah. I've seen so many other Christmas shows, and I just don't think anything else carries the message. Mm. And, and the it's season. still the like, reason for the season. It's still a fun, like exciting. I loved Alejandra talking about making it even more fun with allowing the actors to kind of like discover it and play, mm-hmm. yeah. because it really is a very fun show. And yet somehow I think it has just such a good message. Mm-hmm. Like the message is is so powerful. It's there from the very beginning. Like you know, we're all like we're all just fellow passengers on the mm. way to the grave yeah. like we're not strangers we're not different mm. you know um we're not different from one another in all the ways that have been delineated by mostly in christmas carol economics yeah <laughs> it's all about it's yeah. almost always it's about a, poor versus it's all about poor, economics yeah. which is which is very often true even you know when people are divisive in other ways it's really still about being uh, you know, quote unquote, on top fiscally. Yeah. Like keeping other people down for whatever reason you can come up for doing that. You know, if you want to blame it on, you know, um, their differences from you, it's really just about, it's really just yeah. about money and power. Money, power. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say power. So I think yeah. that's, that's the beautiful thing about Christmas Carol is that it's really about learning that that has nothing to do with what makes us happy. Yeah. Or, you know, ha- isn't, isn't our purpose certainly on this earth Yeah, is not to just, you know, like accumulate everything we can at whatever cost <laughs> to other people. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just think it's such a lovely show. Every time I, every time we do it, every time I read it, every time I work on it, I just think like yeah. what a great message this play has. And no other Christmas play just kind of hits the same, you know? Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just because Christmas Carol is so well known. Like I could practically read you the book out of my yes. brain you know yes. what I mean like I know those lines like so so well um and I just I don't know it's been done so many times in so many ways that it just feels universal sort of like Shakespeare like <laughs> it's just and people have slashed it and hacked it and changed it and adapted it and I just feel like we've seen it in every way that like we yeah. just know it to its core you know yeah, and it was actually one of my Christmas traditions was always watching Muppets Christmas Carol with oh, yeah. my mom. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that one in a while. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> we just watched it last Christmas because I was like, oh, it's on. It was on whatever. We were with Sean's family and it was on whatever channel they had. Oh, they have an interesting tradition, which is that they hide all the gifts. Oh, like oh, it's yeah. Easter. Cute. <laughs> Easter Because I've only ever done that on Easter, but they hide all the gifts. But yeah, we Fun. watched it and it's, it's, it holds, it holds up. Yeah. 
Muppets Christmas oh, Carol. Muppets anything. You could <laughs> watch that every year. Oh. I love Muppets. Oh, that's yeah. so fun. Well, um, we are getting low on time, so I think we should move on to our fun little game. Um, this is our first time playing a game on the podcast, so let's see how it goes. <laughs> so I went ahead and put together some holiday slash theater would you rather questions, and I want to ask you guys some of them. Ooh. So again, they're both like holiday related and <laughs> or theater related. So should we all answer them or should I just choose one of you to answer the question? I think choose a person choose? for a question. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Becky. Would you rather be naked on stage for five minutes or completely forget your lines for a whole scene? Okay, well, am I... Oh, she has questions. (laughs) I I don't think I would mind. I feel like maybe one of my, like, theater goals would be to be naked on stage. (laughs) For five minutes. Yeah, Caveat. let's do it. Okay, okay five minutes. Yeah, this is a plan. You have agency directors now. They can make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> is this a planned, like, yes, this is in the script. I, I know. know about this. Or is it like no, I show up I on think, stage I think the nature, costume. that's what I'm saying. I think the <laughs> nature of would you rather and, like, oh, I think yeah. it's like, you are about to forget your lines and instead in this weird outside <laughs> of space and time, you get to be like, nope, naked instead. Uh, well, there's definitely <laughs> lines. I don't okay. want to be surprise naked. <laughs> surprise <laughs> naked. <laughs> How funny. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, Alejandra, would you rather listen to only Broadway or show tunes music or only Christmas music for the rest of your life? Wow. So nothing else. Like you can't listen to anything. You have to choose either show tunes or Christmas music. What do you choose? This is going to be controversial, but definitely show tunes. <laughs> That's not controversial at all. I would totally choose I show tunes. Choose, yeah, Same. I would totally choose show tunes yeah. also. Because, yeah. um, it's like there's a variety of yeah. genres. And also Broadway exactly. used to, the, what was it, the Broadway Cares um Broadway Fights Equity, they used to, or I think it's Broadway Fights Equity, Broadway Fights AIDS. So sorry. I think it was them. They used to do a holiday. Yeah. (laughs) My bad. Freudian slip. My bad. Um, They used to do a Christmas um, album every year. And I think they have like 10, 11, 12, like, years worth of it where just whatever shows were on Broadway they would take a um a Christmas tune or a holiday tune um and they would like kind of I guess like arrange it to be the style of their show and it I don't oh, know that's so, fun yeah yeah it's cute I would highly recommend it if you're into oh, show yeah, tunes fun. and uh, and Christmas holiday music, music. <laughs> <laughs> okay Dawn would you rather be cast in a classic revival or in a new original work. So, like, would you rather be in, like, an old classic or something that's, like, new and gritty? Oh. Huh. And you can hard. take that that's as you will. Harder than that, you can take that be. as you will. Like, it, it could be, is it, like, a new musical and South yeah. Pacific? Or is it Streetcar Named Desire and, well, like, a new... Well, I can't be new... in anything where anyone sings. Yeah. <laughs> no singing. <laughs> <laughs> but it can be whatever set of type of plays you want it to be. Yeah, I think I, I, think I would... That's hard because I love both equally. Mm. But I think right now, like, it's been so long since I've done a new work. I'd mm. probably be tempted to do a new work. Okay. Yeah. I'm definitely an, a classic revival gal. Yeah. You know me. Yeah. I love my golden era. <laughs> I'm like, give me all those golden era musicals. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. 
Becky, mm -hmm. would you rather not have any holiday desserts at all? <gasps> Other option. Other option. <laughs> or eat so many holiday desserts that you get sick? Oh, you love like, desserts, though. Ugh. I do. Um, I know this is hard. I think I'd have to. Is this like for the rest of my life, or like? Just oh no, this just like on season? the holiday, yeah. Like on. I think I'd have to choose party. that I would get sick. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to <laughs> give up this sweet. Yeah, <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> okay, um, Alejandra, would you rather work on your dream show that is only playing in the middle of nowhere? Or, so, like, no one sees it. Uh -huh. Or be cast in a Broadway show, but only have one line, and that's the only time you're on stage. I, I would say that, because I would get paid for that. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was totally like, I would still get paid, and I just have minimal work to do. <laughs> true. I was like, I just get to sit backstage all the yeah, whole time. I bet it would exactly. still pay more than any of us have ever made. Yeah. <laughs> and true. then you could then fund your dream project. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Thinking yeah. the long game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last one for Dawn. Would you rather always perform and never get to see other shows or never perform and always get to see shows? So, like, if you're a performer, you never get to see a play again. Yeah. Or if you want to see plays again, that means you never get to perform again. Which one do you choose? That's extraordinary. So hard. hard. I know. Um, it's would you rather, babe. I know. This is a tough one. <laughs> uh, I think I would have to go with perform and never see shows again yeah i think i would too because at least you would get to like i mean you'd get you to kind see of what see you the shows doing, yeah but yeah. the idea of like not being it's, able to like yeah. engage in theater again would be so hard yeah and i feel like i've spent enough years like you know building a company acting and directing where i just didn't have time to see shows right. but i actually kind of know what that feels like yeah. <laughs> no i get you and so, we live yeah. in a small town, so there's only so many options, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't live in a big city where I can go see a bunch of shows all the time. Yeah. Like, I only have, like, our limited few theaters right. that do stuff, so. Yeah. Ah, good wow. job, guys. Great. Good job on your <laughs> Would You Rathers. Round. Toughest round of holiday Would You Rather. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we're about yeah. out of time, but um, I hope everyone had fun chatting about holidays and Alejandra I'm glad you joined us yeah. I, I yeah, would love to you. still pick your brain more about you know what it was like growing up in Mexico but that'll be a different time <laughs> I want to yeah, know I want to know more about the yeah the theater yeah. scene Ooh, yeah, the theater. yeah and oh. we're, we're just so excited that you're going to be joining us for Christmas Carol I think yeah. it's going to be an amazing show yeah yay, yay. yay. um Alejandra oh, how can people you. find you oh yeah if they want to find you when they want to find you. <laughs> oh, I'm, I don't know. Cause I feel like Instagram is going away soon. Oh, it is. Wait, what? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's what I heard. heard from Alejandra. What? Alejandra said Instagram is going away soon. That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> like Facebook like, is eating it? But you can find me on Instagram in the meantime. My website's there. <laughs> Great. Okay. Great. What's your handle on Instagram? Um, it is Ale Lunita, which is like a play within my last name. Mm. Um, it's spelled A-L-E-L-U-N-I-T-A. -E I think it's two double A's at the end. Um, oh, great. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. And I've seen your website. It's lovely. So go check out her website. And of course, come see Christmas Carol so you can see her work. 
And yay! Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this month's episode of Untamed Shrews. I'm Becky. And I'm Hannah. And I'm Don. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you? <laughs> I'm saying it. No, I like it. And I'm Don. Yes, you are, Don. Yes. I'm going to keep it. Don. I'm Don. <laughs> Join us next month for an episode about our biggest stage disasters costume malfunctions, forgotten lines, body checking stage pieces. You name it, it's probably happened to us. <laughs> Follow Untamed Shrews on our Instagram at Untamed Shrews Podcast and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Flagstaff Shakespeare Festival. All episodes of Untamed Shrews can be found on sunsounds.org, the Flagstaff Shakespeare Festival YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and finally, <laughs> Apple Podcasts <laughs> and Stitcher. This episode of Untamed Shrews starring Don Tucker, Becky Zaritsky, Hannah Fonts, and Alejandra Luna. Show art by Calliope Lou Decker. Podcast theme song by Caden Slam. Podcast produced and edited by me, Hannah Fonts. Presented by Flagstaff Shakespeare Festival and recorded at Sun Sounds, Arizona. Special thanks to our lovely audio engineer behind the glass, Gina Byers. Yay! Yay! Bye, guys. Happy holidays. Yeah. Oh, yes. Happy holidays. (laughs) Bye, Alejandra. Bye. Bye.